Welcome everybody to the second episode of the Younglings Year podcast. I'm the host, Dexlin Estel, and real quick, I just want to thank everybody for the feedback I, uh, I received last week for the first episode. I had people from all over the place message me, and they just, one person said how it was exactly what they needed to hear, and another person even asked my advice on a situation I mentioned because they were going through a similar one. Just different things like that that were really inspiring to me and they blessed me to know that I was blessing someone else. Like my experiences, me sharing what I went through ended up blessing someone else and that was like, it, that was just, I loved, I loved that. I love being able to say, like, hey, what I had to go through is helping someone else. You know, that, that's my mindset. It's like, you know, I may be going through this season of my life right now and it may stink, but just know eventually one day you'll be able to share that story with someone else and help them while they're walking down the same road you were. So today, I originally was gonna talk about my testimony and share it with everybody, but I'm gonna have to save that till next week because the Lord has spoken and he wanted me to share something a little different. Um, As many of you know, the uh, events happening in America right now are fearful, you know, causing a lot of fear many places, um, especially uh, Minneapolis. The, um, the riots that have happened there, especially the precincts uh, just being burned down and everything in general, it's just, it's, there's a lot of hatred going around and a lot of rebellion. And, you know, my family and I, were taking a week to fast and just pray and about all that's going on because sometimes as a Christian, you just don't know what to do. And, your first resort should be, it's like, when I don't know what to do, I look to you, you know? It's like, you pray. You pray, and you ask the Lord to help you in what's going on. Um, just one thing I really don't like about what's going on right now is the hatred toward police officers. Like, I understand the four officers involved with the murder of George, George Floyd. I mean, they deserve to go to prison. And I'm all about the justice in that sense. But what I don't really approve of is the fact that all these officers who've done nothing wrong are getting hated on and spit on and abused verbally and just all these different things and even physically people are throwing stuff at officers breaking their cars and all that officers who did nothing wrong you can look at the color of my skin I'm a white guy so I personally I can't say I feel and I can understand how you guys feel because I don't I don't I, I don't know how you guys feel, and I've asked the Lord to allow me just to be able to try to understand from where you guys are coming from, because I, do, I don't. I mean, I'm all, for, um, I'm all for the justice for George Floyd's murder. And, you know, right now I understand a lot of people are saying all lives matter, and they're stating that, you know, all lives matter, so we shouldn't focus on one. But I've realized after listening to a bunch of different people, I realize that I do stand for All Lives Matter, but I mean, not the not the organization, but in general, it's like I believe All Lives Matter. It's like anyone with the anyone with like that has a brain really knows that. But the whole thing I don't like is the fact that people are completely ignoring the fact that community is being attacked more than any other. And as a Christian, you need to you need to stand with them. You need to support them. And you need to just, you know, be on their side. Not for everything. Not for, you know, the abuse towards officers all around the world. And uh, the 
the hatred going around and the riots. I'm not saying that. I mean, if you can join a peaceful protest that you know will not cause any damage to anywhere, then I say join. But if you even have like the slightest doubt that there might be a riot, I personally wouldn't do it, you know, especially with all that's still going on with coronavirus. I'm not really planning on getting in a huge crowd right now, but that's just me. Really, the whole reason I mentioned the fast in the beginning was because we, America needs prayer. So as this week that I'm taking to pray, especially for America, I suggest all you fellow Americans and even you non-Americans that you do the same. Just pray for America, pray for the world. Just pray for everything's going on, not just, not just the racism, but the, the coronavirus, the disease, the, the hatred, the rebellion, the, everything going on in America. Just pray for those things. Saw this thing from Pastor Michael Todd of Transformation Church, and he said how you need to speak up for those who can't speak, which are really, right now, the black community. We need, we need to stand with them, and we need to speak up for them. So go, go pray for, your, for them. Just go pray for them. Pray for everyone, of course, but in your prayers, make sure to spe specify America, specify the rebellion, and specify the black community, and allow them to feel the warmth and the love and the peace that you feel. So the Lord gave me a couple verses to read. Um, it's Isaiah 1, verses 7 through 9. And at first I, I was like reading through and none of it made sense but the, by the time I got down to chapter, ch not chapter, verse 7, I was like, this makes no sense. Uh, and then like I read verse 7, I'm like, this makes a lot of sense. This is like parallel to America right now. I'm like, this needs to be shared. So it's Isaiah 1 verses 7 through 9. If you want to write that down and read it for yourself when later on. But it states, your country is desolate. Your cities burned with fire. All the big cities like New York and Minneapolis and LA. Same. Um, your fields are being stripped by foreigners right before you, laid waste as when overthrown by strangers. Daughter Zion is left like a shelter in a vineyard, like a hut in a cucumber field, like a city under siege. Unless Lord Almighty has left us some survivors, we would have become like Sodom, we would have been like Gomorrah. And for those of you who don't know that story in the Bible, it's Back in like the beginning of the Bible, it's um, Sodom and Gomorrah. It was burned down because it was just full of sin. When I looked at the verse in my Bible, the verses, the first thing I saw like that really caught my eye was the very top. It had like a little um, subtitle. It said, a rebellious nation, which I'm like, well, this must be exactly for what's going on in America. So I went on Google and I try to find the definition of rebellious, but instead of going with Google's translation or Wikipedia's or all that stuff. I went on Merriam-Webster's dictionary and I found their definition and it says rebellious showing a desire to resist authority control or convention. Um, so I wanted to actually learn a little deeper about the word rebellious you know so I go and I'm like let's find the root word of rebellious which is in Latin it's rebellious. I could be pronouncing that so wrong right now, but I honestly don't know. I'm, you know, I'm giving my best shot. But rebellious means stubborn slash obstinate. You're 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 so stubborn. You're obstinate. Like um, I, I can guarantee you, at some point in your life, 
you have been obstinate to your parents. I know I have. I'm already a hard head all the way, but you know, sometimes you're like that to your parents, or some of you may be all the time, and you need to work on that. But for those of you who only do it occasionally, you're, you're for me personally, my laugh, my laugh, my life flashes before my eyes because I believe I'm going to die the moment I say something or I tell my mom I'm not going to do something or anything like that. Now that's only happened a few times because that, that was only I only needed a few times to learn before I uh, thought I'm like if I do this again I may not make it out alive and I'd rather live you know I'd rather live my life and not die. I don't know about you but that that's how I am you know I'm like I want to fulfill the plans God has for me and I know they're not death right now <laughs> but I know all of you have probably been obstinate at some point. So rebellion, in a, you know, an example of rebellion is obstinance. So my personal definition of rebellion is just being obstinate to authority. I know I went on a long rant there to try to explain it, but sometimes I just have to let it all out and eventually I'll get the right words out. So, so next week I'm gonna make sure to share my testimony. But as of right now, that is all I have for today. Um, real quick, I just want to leave lead everybody else in a prayer. And for those of you who are not saved, or this is the first time ever hearing about the Lord at all, you know, I'm I'm gonna lead a quick prayer of uh, just salvation, just a just a quick and easy one, very simple, sim simplistic. So uh, if you could just bow your heads, and I have the words on the screen for you to read, and just repeat after me. Say, dear Lord. We come to you today and we ask for your forgiveness. We pray, Lord, that you clean, cleanse our hearts, that you make us whole again. All this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. I'll see you guys all next week.